podcast with yours truly, Ryan. Honor and a pleasure to have you listening again for what is episode number four, which is called Female Physical Attractiveness and Cold Approach. There are levels to this game. As the great Conor McGregor would say in MMA, there are levels to this game. And I would say the same thing applies to Cold Approach and uh, Day Game specifically, that there is a difference between good and great. And even though you can be very good at Cold Approach, there are marked differences to the levels in this game on both your skill level, but most importantly, which is to the point of this podcast, the levels in which you are playing on in the dating market when it comes to female beauty and what realities they are likely to fall into and therefore essentially what it takes to succeed with these women. And that's basically what the point of this podcast is going to be. It's basically going to be breaking down um, on a very superficial level. This is just at least when it comes to initially meeting a girl all the way until you start seeing her, there are varying degrees of physical attraction, obviously, that women have. And there are various likely outcomes you're going to get depending on how attractive the girl is when you're doing cold approach. And there's going to be certain requirements to succeed depending on the level. And that's what I hope to achieve explaining in this podcast. So what I'm basically going to do is I'm going to share with you an effective gauge that I use to measure what kind of reality a girl is likely to live in and therefore what level you're playing at and what's required to win essentially. Okay. Uh, I know this is a little bit triggering to some people. Some people feel weirded out by it. This is not a measure of somebody's moral worth on a human level at all. Okay. Because men are visual Beauty is what we notice first and obviously desire a lot in the opposite sex. And I'm sure you'd agree that men respond differently to different levels of beauty and treat the individual accordingly. So basically, the more attractive the girl, the more desirable she's likely to be to the straight male population. And therefore, the more options she's going to have, which is going to impact the kind of reality that she is likely to live and operate in. Okay, so before people turn their noses up at this, even guys in this community, next time you're out and about, look around at girls in their groups of friends, and you're generally going to see the same patterns. What you're going to see is you're going to see girls hanging out with friends of a certain attraction level, generally speaking. They're going to have similar physical attraction levels to themselves. That's very generally speaking. Obviously, there's going to be some variation. Sometimes, you know, you will have varying, you know, significant differences. But generally speaking, girls kind of hang out with girls who are on the same physical attraction level. And my theory on that is, I think that I believe that women spend time with those whose realities are similar to theirs and therefore relatable to theirs. So... As well as that, I think they also do this to be able to mutually maximize their life experiences and opportunities. Anyways, why this is important to know in Cold Approach is because there's tangible levels to this game. I don't care what anyone says. 
this is has been very true in my experience and in other people that I've winged with and coached and interacted with as well. So what I want to do in this podcast is I want to give you a lay of the land so it can give you expectations and adjustments that you'll need to make in order to rise through the various levels and break through the various ceilings that you're likely to hit because I guarantee you this will happen to you. You'll get to a certain level where you're like, cool, I can get this kind of chick, but I've hit a ceiling. I don't know how to go to that next level and attract and pull these hotter girls. So I'm going to basically tell you when you're likely going to hit certain levels. And then in other podcasts, I'm going to share some insights on basically how to up your game, which is essentially going to be required to move to those next levels and get those birds. Okay, to further drive this point home, this is very similar to martial arts such as Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and the belt system that they have or the level of skill that there is in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. In Jiu-Jitsu, every beginner starts out as a white belt. After about a year of, of technical training and rolling and sparring, you move up to blue belt, then you move up to purple belt, brown belt, and then you're an elite black belt essentially. You've basically sort of mastered Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when you get to that level. But even when you get to black belt, there's still varying levels uh, above that. There's actually even coral belt above black belt, I believe, in Jiu-Jitsu. Anyway, the point is it's never-ending. There's never-ending levels. I suspect the same thing is true for day game. Um, I can't confirm that because I'm still on my journey. I would say I need the advanced point, but I can definitely perceive there being significantly more levels to this game. I truly do believe that. Another metaphor you can use is poker. So I used to play poker semi-professionally back in the day. I was absolutely balls deep in it, in the theory. And much like jiu-jitsu, there are varying levels to poker, uh, whether it comes to cash games or tournaments. And basically, depending on the stakes of the cash game or the poker tournament, there's going to be a tangible, general, reflective skill level required in order to beat those games. So if you go to the casino and you sit down in a cash game for, I think the game's probably run at 1-2 or 1-3, which means you sit down with a maximum of, or a minimum of two, two to $300, that is going to be the beginner entry-level stakes. You can have a lot of recreational players, you can have a lot of drunk players, it's just going to be a bunch of fun players. It's an extremely easy game to win if you're just playing very basic, straightforward uh, strategy, essentially. But as you start to move up the stakes to 2-5 or 5-10, when you start to buy in for hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands more money, the skill level that you had to beat the lower stakes simply will not beat you won't beat the higher stakes, at least not with any sort of sense of uh, predictability or consistency or regularity. So yeah, that's kind of, I wanted to use those examples to give you an idea of the intention of using the scale to make it sound the least amount of like crude as possible, but at the same time to give you a tangible breakdown of this game essentially and the levels that you'll go through. Because not many guys talk about this. I think a lot of guys are in this space are pretty... I think they're kind of gassed up on their abilities and their kind of ego and they think that I think they kind of make people believe that they pull 
girls on way higher levels than what they might be. And I suspect that a lot of people burn out at a certain level, stagnate, and ultimately quit the game. And I think that's kind of disappointing because I think there's just so much growth to be had in this uh, in this journey. And it's it's a shame to stop at a point that you perceive as the end where really you've got many more levels to go. So pretty much to, to reiterate, the intention of this is basically to give you expectations, the difficulty and the expected outcomes of this game. And other podcasts, I'll touch on what I think is required to succeed depending on the level. Okay, so let's get to the scale, all right? It's basically going to be the 10-point scale that you've heard before, uh, 1 to 10. But basically, I'm only going to include numbers 6, 7, 8, and 9. And that's because I don't really think it's necessary to shoot four girls below a 6 because, as the great Paul Jenkins says, you do want skin in the game, so you do want to be approaching girls who you are physically and sexually attracted to. And this sort of sixth level is about the physical attraction of females that that starts to happen. And if you just focus on girls above a six, there is an abundance of them uh, everywhere you go when you step outside your door. So that's what I would recommend shooting at. That's if your starting point is about a five or a six yourself. But I will, in a different podcast talk about SMV, your your value uh, and getting your value on point and basically trying to get yourself to about a six or seven and then start your approaching journey. So besides that, as long as you're a, a six or a seven, this is sort of the level that you should start at. So we're going to go off six out of 10, seven, eight, and nine, but we're going to break it down into four quarters. And why I do that is because there are tangible differences as you move up this scale between say a straight seven and a seven and a half or a mid seven okay i know this shit is going to sound very nerdy but it is essential in being able to precisely define the varying differences because there is a significant difference um, at a certain point and i'll tell you when so basically yeah we're going to break it down to four quarters so it's going to be a straight six just a six on the nose Uh, Above that is a low six. Above that is a mid six or six and a half. Above that is a high six and then a straight seven. Or you could just say straight six, six and a quarter, 6.25, six and a half, 6.75, straight seven. But in simple terms, it's just easy to say straight six, low six, mid six, high six, seven. Okay. So what's important to note with this scale is this basically gives us an objective look at what most straight males find attractive in terms of the certain level of attraction that a female has, okay? So now people will say, oh, beauty beauty is subjective. Uh, That's bullshit. I don't believe in that. I think us men can generally can generally agree fairly precisely how attractive a girl is essentially. Uh, And the higher the scale goes, the more attractive she gets, I think the more precise than we can actually agree upon her level of attraction or if we're actually attracted to her or not. So what I'm gonna use now is I'm gonna break down each of these four numbers, six, seven, eight, nine, and basically break down what percentage of the male population I feel would be attracted to her And that'll help sort of um, give you more context to this scale as well and basically help to identify the certain levels. By the way, I'm only going up to a nine, about a sort of low or mid nine, 
because that's where I feel I don't think anyone's really a perfect 10 and that's where I feel beauty sort of caps out like the hottest girls around are probably about a low to mid nine I'll say so I'm just gonna um, do that for all intents and purposes okay so let's break it down so the level of six okay low mid high six these are very rough figures in my head correct me if I'm wrong feel free to share your own opinions in the comments I would say a girl who is a between a straight six and a high six I generally feel about 60 to 80% of the straight male population would be attracted to her or at least would want to sleep with her okay again a very general number and people might think, wow, that's way too high. But if you think of the average guy, like look on the street, the average disheveled, overweight, you know, not good looking, stifled, weird guy. I think that's a pretty fair figure. On average, 70% of guys would be interested in, in sleeping with her. Let's go to level seven. So a straight seven to a, let's just call it a straight seven for now. I would say a girl who is a straight seven out of 10 80 to 90% of the male population uh, would desire her sexually and romantically. And 8 out of 10, it moves up to, I would say, 90 to 95% of men would desire her. And then when you get to a 9 out of 10, I would say that literally more than 99% of men would desire her. Okay? Now, why I wanted to use that is I wanted to put to bed this argument about beauty is subjective. Generally speaking, if we're talking about a six out of 10, it's kind of subjective-ish. Same thing for a seven. But let's be honest, guys, when you get to an eight or a nine out of 10, it becomes a lot more objective than subjective. So that's why I wanted to outline this. The second thing I'm gonna talk about is gonna be entitlement, okay? Now this is still relevant to the point of, of how difficult it is to obtain these girls and pull these girls okay so if we're going back to the six out of ten girls i would say that roughly 70 percent or more of guys would feel entitled to get her actually come to think of that i think it's probably lower than that i don't think many guys have very high self-esteem and there's not many guys who feel like their value is on point enough to be entitled to, to get her. So that, that number could be lower. Let's just call it 50 to 70% actually feel entitled to get a six out of 10. Moving up to the seven out of 10 girl, I think that number starts to drastically fall. So I only think about 30 to 50% of the male population would feel entitled and confident enough to go for and get this girl. Again, very rough figures, guys. Correct me if I'm wrong. Drop your own opinions in the comments. This is kind of just my gut feeling, uh, rough figures in, in, in my mind. Okay, moving up to an 8 out of 10. When it gets to an 8 out of 10, I think it's less than 20% of the male population would feel entitled to get an 8 out of 10. That might even be smaller. It could be 10 to 20%. And then when we move to a 9 out of 10, I literally think only less than 5% of men have the confidence and feel entitled to a girl who is a nine out of 10. Now, why I wanted to include the entitlement, it's basically gonna be the amount of competition I feel we have depending on the level. But the caveat to that is, as you move up the levels, the paradox is, as you notice with these figures, and I'll pull up, I'll, I'll try to get like a slide so you can physically see these. Even though, you know, you have 
more guys, let's say 30 to 50% of guys thinking they can pull a seven, even though there's more guys in that bracket compared to say less than 5% of the male population who feel entitled to go for a nine, what matters is the quality of the potential mates who are going for these girls. So a seven out of 10, if that's 30 to 50% of the population, that's a lot of guys, but that's not made up by a big number of quality guys which hopefully you fall into that category of. So the paradox is when you move up the levels, you've got less guys entitled and therefore going for these girls. And I, what I mean going for, I mean realistically actually taking it on a shot towards her. The quality of guy moves up. And therefore, even though you're competing against less guys per capita, you're competing with significantly more valuable guys, which I think makes it harder which is point number one. And point number two is I feel the hotter she gets, the more that she realizes her value, the more picky she is because she is aware of her value. And therefore, the more on point your value, your game, your approach needs to be, essentially. That is my fundamental theory. Okay. I'm just going to touch on briefly... Depending on the level of girl, what typical vibe and character she is generally going to have, very generally speaking, right? Before I say this, you can meet a 6 out of 10 who is a awesome chick, interesting, funny, she fucks really good, and then you can meet a 9 out of 10 who's just a horrible, soulless person, or the inverse is true. You can meet a 6 out of 10 who's just a trash human being, not much going for her, but then you can meet a, an 8 or a 9 who is beautiful, she's intelligent, she's driven, she's wifey material. So there's a broad range of possibilities, but very generally speaking, I'm going to make this point because I know we're talking very superficially and this comes off quite crude and devaluing to girls who aren't as physically attractive. But I will say this, generally speaking, although the girls, although girls who are, although where girls might be less physically attractive, I generally find the less attractive, the kind of cooler they'll be and the better character that they'll have. Um, that's kind of cynical to say, but I think, in my opinion, I feel that power truly does corrupt. And I think the more physically beautiful the woman is, uh, the more powerful she feels and therefore the more vulnerable she is to be corrupted by that power. I just think female beauty for a hot girl is extremely intoxicating. And I honestly think as a result, that can significantly corrode someone's vibe and someone's character. But I say that very generally speaking. But why I wanted to make mention of that is you might be thinking, oh, I only want to play for the really hot girls, like the, the eights and the nines. It's like, cool, if you want to do that, go for it. I will say it's going to be fucking hard because number one, there's way less of them on the street. Uh, and in public, and they're harder to get because they're more desirable, they've got more options, and they're more aware of their value, which means you've got to bring more to the table, essentially. And I don't mean in terms of money while we're at it. I don't mean in terms of status. Maybe sometimes when you get to the super hot girls, maybe there is a certain status you do need to achieve. I don't know. I'm still trying to work that out. I'm still trying to see if I can pull those girls. But we're purely just talking about behaviors here and looks your vibe, your socials, your appearance, confidence, all that good stuff, which I'll get into in other podcasts. Um, so basically why I wanted to mention that is just because a girl isn't as physically attractive doesn't mean 
you won't actually enjoy her more. There's a good chance, actually, that you actually will have a better time with the less attractive girls than the more attractive girls. I would say this, the sort of the sevens will generally be the coolest girls. Obviously, they'll be super hot, and a lot of them will have good character, but a lot of them will also have trash character as well. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to plant that flag there and just say that, yeah, these girls, because they don't have as much power, I feel like evolutionary speaking, there is a little bit more pressure on them to actually bring more to the table. So develop, to develop their character, to have more of a sense of humor, to indulge other cool interests, to, you know, maybe be more aspirational um, if you sort of value that stuff. So I just, I did want to make a note of that. Uh, behavior, a short word on how these girls and these levels are likely to behave uh, sexually and romantically in uh, my experience and to my knowledge. Okay, so sixes, I think, are going to be the girls who have the highest amount of sexual activity because I feel like they feel that even though they're, you know, quite sexually attractive somewhat, they know that they're definitely not on the same level as like the sevens, eights, and nines. And they also know that they they can see and feel that not as many guys go for them. And I think they get hit with a much more... I think they get hit with more energy of guys going with that energy of, eh, you're only a six, I feel I can get you. Whereas I feel like the hotter the girls get, I feel the more stifled the men get and therefore the less quality of approach or uh, attempt to try to get a more hotter girl is. So yeah, I'm not saying that because she's like, oh, I'm only a six, I'm going to fuck everyone. I just think they get like a, a higher quality of men shooting their shot compared to like a nine and therefore it turns her on more and she goes for it. Okay, sevens is is interesting. I definitely still think you can have quite a lot of promiscuous girls in this bracket, particularly sort of straight sevens and low sevens. But this is already where a significantly higher portion of the male population would is a level which which men would desire uh, more than the sixes. So already she can see a, she can feel a significant difference in the attention that she gets to men in terms of the quantity, but also the quality of attention as well. So she either could be more selective at at this level, or definitely could still be a bit promiscuous uh, if she's like a straight or low seven. But as she gets to about a mid or higher seven, this is the exact level where you'll see a significant shift between a girl's self-perceived value of her beauty and therefore her power and therefore the quality of guys that go for her. So this is right at the point. This is right at the tipping point. And next I'm going to address the difficulty of getting girls at this very tipping point here. The low seven and mid seven is a significant point in, in female attractiveness and a significant jump to the next level in itself. Okay. As you get to higher sevens, in my experience, in my discussions with these girls, I feel that these girls, once she hits sort of the mid to high seven point, I think you'll find body counts significantly going down. I know I might sound like, like a, a bit of an idiot saying this, but this has just been my experience. Um, talking to girls, analyzing their behavior, um, talking to other guys who have gotten these girls, experiences with me getting with these girls, and just my gut feeling 
of how they behave. I honestly feel that as you get to this point, the mid to high seven, their body counts significantly start to drop. I feel like they get a lot more selective and picky and I feel like they get into relationships more because they want to lock down a more quality guy as they're getting a higher quantity of quality attention from men. Or at the very least, they'll find themselves in like sort of shorter to medium term situationships. But I definitely don't think they're going to be having these gnarly fucking sausage rotations of like of 12 dudes. I, I really don't think that happens. And then obviously, as you get as you get higher, when you hit the eights, I think the same thing happens on that level. I think they get yeah, even lower body counts, even more picky. Um, and then as you hit sort of the nine, yeah, I think it's the same thing. I think it's uh, even more pickier, and I would say they get into relationships more as well. And I don't think that, yeah, I don't think they have as much, um, at least casual sex. And I think studies actually reflect this. Okay. Moving on to difficulty. Okay. How hard it is to pull girls of this certain level and what levels of girls you're likely to pull in your cold approach journey. Okay. By far, the easiest to girls to get are the sixes, uh, bar and none. Very, very easy to get. There's many of them to shoot at. Um, a lot of them are, are cool, but a lot of them, as I said, do not have the level of beauty as a seven, eight, or nine. She knows that. Men know that. And she's just a lot more carefree and sexual as a result of that. That's kind of what I noticed. And I also feel that self-esteem would be maybe a little bit lower with these ones because I do feel a lot of girls attach their self-esteem and their self-worth to um, how pretty they are, or at least that's you know what's marketed to them. So they are very, they are very conscious and sensitive to that. Okay, so you will basically pull a lot of sevens. Um, sorry, sixes rather. Okay, sevens. Sevens also, depending on your SMV, so if you're sort of within a point or so of a seven, so if you're like a six or if you're a seven yourself, um, you will pull a lot of a lot of sevens. These will mostly be the girls that you pull in your cold approach journey. Again, depending on your uh, starting point, your relative SMV. The sixes and sevens by far will make up probably... 80 to 90% of the volume of girls that you will see during your sessions or, or out and about in public. And therefore, 80% of the girls that you are shooting at and probably 80% of the girls that you are getting. Me personally, I sort of peg myself at a, a, I don't know, if you saw me, maybe I think I'm like a low to mid seven. My ex-girlfriend basically said I was hot-ish. <laughs> Um, so I basically try to only shoot at girls on my level. So low sevens and up. Yeah, I kind of get girls, a lot of girls on my level, but then a bunch of girls above me too, sort of in the mid to higher sevens, occasional eights. And can I really say I've got a nine yet? Maybe, maybe not, depending. Um, I'll probably have to lean towards no, but some people, if you saw... You know, a couple of girls I've been with, you might say, yeah, I'll give her a nine. But yeah, I don't know. Anyways, eights and nines, by, f by far the rarest girls you see on the street. And, and this is how you can determine the quality of a city. Um, how many eights or nines that you'll see on a daily or weekly or monthly basis. I would say in most cities, 
man even new york walking around new york i was i was shocked at um the the quantity of the quality of girls i saw a shitload of sixes shitload of sevens ish but the eights and nines it was quite far few and far between and i was there for two weeks in the summer i would maybe see if i was walking around for a few hours a day fuck even all day i would see maybe one or two High sevens to low to mid eights, I would say. Maybe only one or two per hour. People might disagree with that, but that was just my experience mid last year. So yeah, by far the rarest girls you're going to see are the eights and nines. That's why you don't get with as many because there's not many to shoot at. But then when you do shoot at them, you need to be the high quality guy that she fucking goes for. So you've got to be, have your style on point. You've got to have your looks on point, your body on point, your chat's got to be on point, your charisma, your dominance, your vibe, your assertiveness, uh, your playfulness, your, your, um, you got to be escalating. You got to be interesting. You basically got to be at least on the guys on the level of the guys that she gets, uh, or above essentially. So yeah, basically you're mostly going to get yeah, sevens, sixes if you want to shoot that low, or a bunch of sevens, and probably some eights, and yeah, nines are by far the hardest to get. Okay, difficulty. Because of what I just said in terms of the quantity of these four levels, and the quality of approach required, I'm going to tell you the exact point that you are going to hit a ceiling. Let's just say you are a high six or a straight seven out of 10. This is what happened in my experience, okay? I have great respect for something called the London day game model. It's just a standard structure you can use for a cold approach, which helps you to get attraction, to you know establish like some comfort, a good like connection with the chick, um, some rapport, and then get a number, and then get her on a date and you know try to hook up with her. I felt that this model served me very well as a beginner um, within my first, you know, 500 approaches. I was pulling a lot of girls within this between six to the low seven range, probably the flat, flats, yeah, six, six to sort of flat seven to, to low seven. But I noticed that there was a significant difference. Basically, I could pull girls up to my, what I thought was my, my SMV. I could get girls basically on my level, but mostly below my level. I felt like I ran into a wall. I was still kind of like stifled using like the, what I think is, you know, kind of a rigid model, which London Day Game model is. I think it's really good. I respect it. It's great for beginners. Don't get me wrong. Respect for it. Respect for all the godfathers that codified it. However, I feel it is only a beginner framework and you need to ditch that in order to go to the intermediate and advanced levels. And I noticed that I hit a significant ceiling at the point of when I started to approach girls who are on my level. And basically in another podcast, I'll tell you how to break through that level, but I'm telling you now, and feel free to let me know on the podcast if this is your experience as well, you will hit this level. And after a while, you will, you'll get sick of this level. You'll get bored. You go, okay, cool. I think I've achieved everything I need to in this game. Maybe I get a girlfriend or maybe I just, you know, I don't spend as much time doing this, but I can guarantee you if you are feeling that, you have probably just hit the, I'll call it the low seven ceiling. 
There you go. I just coined it. The low seven ceiling. Okay? So that's something to be mindful of if that's where you're at right now. Because I feel that unless you have had the most crazy sexual experiences, you unless you have pulled a a good number of dimes, so eights, you know, a lot of, you know, high sevens and, you know, a bunch of low to mid and maybe even high eights, even though it gets harder the higher you go in that in that level. Um, I don't think you have any business quitting and I don't think you have any business going, eh, this is unfulfilling because I'm telling you, I've been there before. I burnt out at the at the low seven ceiling, but then I broke through that with adjustments I'll, I'll, I'll share in a different episode and I was able to start getting girls hotter than me, above my level, above my SMV uh, and getting them in higher quantities as well. So that is going to be a typical outcome for you. That is going to be a significant tipping point right there at that low seven range. Basically, I'll touch on briefly what it, what's required to, to break through that ceiling. So essentially, you'll probably have to get to intermediate. So you will have had to have done, I don't know, at least several hundred approaches. You will need to ditch any sort of characterized robotic version of yourself that you've created that you can compartmentalize as that's what gets rejected, not authentically you. You'll have to ditch that. You will have to be technically decent and you know know how to have like a good conversation which can move things forward, which can establish rapport and connection and, and comfort, etc. But you will also have to start bringing your authentic self forward. And I know that sounds corny, but I will, I'll explain that in a tangible way. You will need to have, by that point, an epic vibe. You'll need to have very strong entitlement. You'll have to be quite, very competent at cold approach and pulling girls, uh, and therefore confidence. So up until you achieve those things and you have those behaviors, you will probably stagnate at the low seven ceiling. And while we're while we're on that point, I feel that most guys do stay there. Even the intermediate and dare I say it, the advanced guys in this community. Look, I, I'm always I'll believe it when I see it, but my hunch is a lot of guys stay at this level and I think they delude themselves into thinking that they're pulling hotter girls than they really are. But basing off my experiences, um, my wings and my friends and the and the outcomes and the re- results they get. Yeah, they all share these things in common where they have basically removed all the obstacles that are in their way. I made an episode on that, by the way. Episode three, get out of your own way, remove all the negative shit, take a shitload of action and really level up your behavior. Yeah, they all have these things in common as well. And they therefore hit these higher levels, the sevens and the eights. Okay, also as well as that, I think by this point, as you hit that ceiling to break through, you will need for most of your approach anxiety to be gone as well. So you'll need to, as Chris from Good Looking Loser says, you'll need to have got your approach anxiety to the point where you can approach 90% of girls in reasonable situations. Um, That is girls with their moms, uh, girls with their friends, girls sitting down, and girls of all different attraction levels as well. You've confidently got to go. You, you've got to go in with the confidence and the entitlement that yeah, I can I can pull this mid eight. I feel entitled to her. I feel confident enough to pull this off. 
And also by this point, you will have internalized rejection in a healthy and a sustainable way where the rejections glance off you. You don't go into any sort of like existential meltdowns after a bad day or a bad week or a bad month. And also by this point, your escalation, your ability to move things forward and your ability to close will be pretty fucking savage. You will also not really need to do warm-up approaches. You can just get the, you can just get straight in there and switch into flow immediately and not have to rely on any sort of like higher state or vibe to be able to to get in there. You can just go, all right, I'm going in. I don't really give a fuck about how I feel. I'm just going in I'm trying and, and going to execute the best I can regardless. Also from a mindset and sort of inner game point, if you will, your sense of self is going to be a lot more grounded as well. You will have overcome a lot of negative weights or you're significantly out of your way emotionally and socially. So you will have processed a lot of your traumas and um, a lot of the things that trigger you, uh, particularly when it comes to, you know, rejection or your issues with women and uh, things of that nature. You'll also would have significantly overcome any sort of bitterness, any sort of resentment, and any sort of like residual misogyny will all but have gone away. And by this point, you will understand the game very, very well. And you'll, more importantly, you'll understand women more uh, on a personal, emotional, um, and more importantly, a sexual behavior. Um and therefore not judge them and not be angry at them. And as well as understanding what it takes to be the type of guy that not only pursues them, but gets them as, as well, depending on, on what phase she is in and what age she's at as well. So, yeah. Okay. And just one last word of competition, and I'm going to make a whole different episode on this by itself. Um, your only competition in this game is your SMV relative to the mates of the particular girls that you want to go for. So if you're going for, say, like a mid-seven, the guys who are getting that chick are going to vary from about a flat to low seven up to about a, it could even go up to like a low to mid-eight because guys generally date down a point or so. So basically, if you want to go for a mid-seven, your SMV and your value and your competence has kind of got to be at the least a at least a straight to low seven to be able to get that girl. So if you're a guy who's like a mid five, unless you've got some savage game, unless you've got some savage chat, really good verbals, really good frame, you're charismatic, you've got all the epic behaviors, your style's on point, your look's on point, you're confident, you're fucking entitled, your escalation's really good, you're teasing, unless you're really hyper, hyper maxed out. And by that point, I mean, you're obviously going to be a high, like higher than a, a mid five. It's going to be tough to get her. Yeah, I kind of contradicted myself a little bit, but hopefully you know, know what I'm saying. Anyway, the point is your competition is basically going to be the SMV of the guys that she gets with. So I say try to, as authentic as possible, get as close to those guys as possible, ideally be better than those fucking guys, which is not that hard. And also use a, to use a GL, a Chris from Good Looking Loser trope as well. Um, just always keep in mind, she's probably fucked a guy 
I mean, as long as you're not like super ugly, if you're at least like a fucking high six or a seven, she's probably fucked a guy uglier than you, um, which is true. Less cool than you, less swag than you. So that's something to keep in mind as well. And that'll kind of um, help cap things off and end the episode with that. I was basically going to say as well, um, guys, if you essentially get yourself to a seven out of 10, a straight seven out of 10 in many aspects that, um, that I think is important, which I'm going to touch on in, in other episodes, uh, physically, socially, emotionally. I think that you can pretty much shoot at everything, sevens, eights, nines. And I think you can actually get a shitload of them as well. Um, as I said, the higher you move up in the levels, the less of them that you'll get because there's less to shoot at and the, and the more on point that you have to be. But I truly believe that, guys. If you get yourself to like a seven, I truly think that you can shoot really, really high. And if you take a shitload of action, get the fuck out of your way as much as possible, you can have a surreal, incredible dating life. So yeah, man, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, I know that was a little bit over the place. Um, pretty long-winded, but I think it's an important thing to put out there to set as a foundation, particularly for the beginner guys where you're navigating this terrain almost blind. And I know how fucking lonely it can be. I know how confusing it can be. I know how tough it can fucking be where you're constantly hitting points like, shit, man, is this journey worth continuing on? And I want to say to you, yes, it absolutely is. If you're willing to put in the work to constantly level yourself up, level your game up and level your behavior up as well. And therefore the action you take. So yeah, hopefully that gives a decent sort of understanding and lay of the land. Again, I don't hear many guys talking about this. A lot of guys don't really want to talk about the finer particular tangible details when it comes to um, the various levels and, and various, um, yeah, the various levels of, of physical beauty um, and therefore difficulty. Um, but I felt it was important to put out there. So yeah, hopefully you found this valuable. Yeah, please let me know your feedback in the in the comments. Feel free to share whatever you want. The types of girls that you get, levels that you've burnt out, your beliefs, you know, your desire, your goals, etc. I'd love to hear it. So um, yeah, I'm going to sign off. This is Ryan with the Fatherhood Cult Approach Podcast. Appreciate you listening. Cheers.